Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 51 of the Faith-Led Interior Design Show. I'm Sherry Douglas, and I'll be your host. Today, we're going to talk about custom upholstery, among other things. I mean, there's also going to be draperies, and we'll see all this company has. But I have special guests with me today, so I'm excited about that. I believe that interior design should be easy, don't you? Regardless of your budget, your home should be a reflection of you and representation of what calls to your spirit. Interior design isn't just about floor plans and decorating, it's about psychology of space. On the Faith-Led Interior Design Show, you'll learn how to transform your home into a place that nurtures your soul and benefits your family without breaking the bank. Hi. I'm Sherry Douglas, and welcome to the Faith-Led Interior Design Show. I've invited Nadia and Adriana, and they are from Capistrano Upholstery. That's in San Juan Capistrano, California. So I'm excited that they are joining us. Come on up, you guys. Yeah. Okay, so first thing I always do in my podcast, because it's called Faith-Led Interior Design, is to say a verse. So I'm going to do my verse, and it's called the Be Blessed verse. And the verse is, may the Lord bless you from Zion, he who made heaven and earth. And I pray that over everybody in Psalm 134, 3. So may the Lord bless you. I'm praying that over you too, there too. And may he lead you, may he guide you, may he direct you and bless you and save you and deliver you from evil and heal you and help you and profit you and protect you and all those good things. He's, he does that all for us. So I just pray that for everybody listening and Nadia and Adriana also. So, Amen. Thank yeah. you so much. Amen. So Nadia and Adriana, you guys have a business here in San Juan Capistrano, California. So do you want to tell us a little bit about it and how you got into it and what you guys do? We'll start with that. Yeah, yeah. So my mom is actually the one that started it ever since I can remember. So yeah. like four years, something like that. She started actually out of our garage. I remember when I was a little kid, my mom that was our life. Me and my brother would just play with fabrics and we were just there watching everything happen out of our home because everything was done at home. Um, and thankfully, 2018, I think it was. 2008. 2008. We placed here in San Juan Capistrano. Nice. Wow. That's exciting. I love um, mom and pop stores. You know, it's, it's so, they're getting fewer and fewer because you know, it's hard to make it sometimes. It costs to have these stores. I had a store for 16 years in um, Northern California when my business was up there. So I know, I know what it takes to do a small store. So I, I absolutely admire you guys for doing that since 2008. That's a long time. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of gave me an outline of what you were thinking about and you started with frame quality. So let's start there. Yes. So Frame quality is one of the most important things to consider when somebody is thinking about recovering a piece. A few things that you can tell right away that's easy to tell if you have a good frame is if, first of all, if it's heavy. If you have a heavy frame, that most likely means that it's really good quality wood. 
and those are always worth it to recover. Also, if it was made in the U.S., we have much higher standards here and regulations. So most yeah. that's made in the U.S., it's going to be really good quality. Nowadays, it's a little bit tricky just because sometimes it'll say it's built in the U.S., but that only means it's assembled in the U.S. So that one is, if you got it maybe a couple years ago, within maybe 20 or so years ago, you can trust that if it was made in the U.S., it's most likely going to be a good quality frame. Now it's a little bit trickier, but it is a good sign if it says it's made in the U.S. So if it's not a good frame, it's just not worth reupholstering. No, not necessarily. Yeah. It, not a good frame. The only reason that it would be worth reupholstering, that's another point to consider if it's perfect for your space or if it's really comfortable. Some people have chairs that maybe the frame is not the best quality, but it fits them perfectly. For example, if you're really tall and the furniture piece that you have fits you perfectly and the other way around, like I'm really short. And sometimes if you have a sofa that fits really comfortably to you, or to the space that you have, even if it's not a good quality frame, it might be worth recovering. And we also do reinforcements depending on the condition. Like for example, if it's from like Ikea or something, maybe it's not worth it because yeah. you can just go buy another one, you know? Yeah. But other than that, we can always reinforce the frame if the frame is not the best. Okay, that sounds good. You know what, I wanna take a break between you know, learning and ask Adriana, you know, what got you into to this? How did this become your passion? Because you're doing it enough years, it's your passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, um, it's a, a long story, but I want to be just short. The thing I like is when I, the first time when I work on this, when I see the job finish it, you know, the sofa or chair finish it, Yes. And everything yes. looks perfect for me. And yes. I it makes me very proud of my work. I yes. see, oh gosh, I do this. I finish this. Then mm -hmm. that's why I try to learn more and more and more. And everything about the finishing, the details. It's very important, the fabric, the quality of the foam, everything, but most the detail. When I have to supervise something, I have to be very careful when the workers are working on the, on the furniture and make sure everything is done right. Yes. Yeah. She is a perfectionist. I always Yeah. Know. You know, <laughs> I was reading on your card where it says respect is earned, honesty is appreciated, trust is gained. We work on this for you. Thank you for your visit. I think that's so sweet. I mean, you're so right. It, it is earned. And it's so nice to find a company that cares. You know, they really have a passion that's, you know, and they care that about. And, and I know, Adriana, I have that feeling, the same feeling, you know, when the client sees it go into their house and it's like, oh, <laughs> that's a great feeling also yeah. yeah so thank you for that okay so let's go learn a little bit more because you were mentioning about I don't know did we cover vintage pieces enough or do so you want to say more about that yeah so that's same with the with the frame concept so like I mentioned a lot of before the 90s 
when assembly furniture became really popular, frames were made most likely handmade. We make custom furniture now, so it was made, yes. we make like they used to back in the days, you know, like they would glue it and they would press it and yeah. it furniture that lasts years. And a great example is with mid-century furniture making a comeback. We see so many beautiful mid-century pieces and they are in perfect condition. The frames yeah. are in perfect condition. Of course, the fabric is not, but after, you know, 50, 60, 70 years, it's yeah. totally understandable. But things like that or vintage pieces, uh, for example, a really exciting project actually is uh, we are working on the for the San Juan historical house. They're restoring, uh, it's called the Leak House. So yeah, they have these beautiful vintage pieces from oh, like love. the 1700s. Yeah. And the frames, unfortunately, are not, they were not in the best condition, but we were able to restore them and bring them back to life and still keep like the carvings and the things that make oh, them I love vintage. It. Yeah, I didn't know you do the restoration stuff. That's really awesome because sometimes it's, you know, sentimental to the family, family heirloom. I, and I think that's coming back somewhere. For a while, the kids were like, no, I want this, you know, not so great furniture, you know, and it was not so well-made furniture. I'll just say it that way. I mean, it, you know, it, it did the trick. But I think now some of they're getting a little bit older and they're saying, hey, my parents have some pretty nice furniture. So I've seen more of the refinishing woods and reupholstering older pieces to kind of modernize it some. And you were also going to talk about leather and faux and vinyl. I, did, I just had a client, but they're in San Luis Obispo County, but they, they you know, took an old uh, Jacobean style chair and they put cowhide on it because they're in the country. And it was so cool, this really different looking thing. So I know the leather is a really important subject because people get fooled by that because it's called leather sometimes and it won't last. And so when we used to get leather or still do, you know, you have to look for, you tell us because you can get tricked with leather and that's a real big mistake because it's not cheap yeah. either way. Yeah. Not all leather is built the same for sure. Right. A good way to determine whether a leather is going to be a high quality leather is to keep in mind that leathers are ultimately an animal skin. So if you get a leather that it's all uniform and it's perfect, it's most likely not going to be a high quality leather because it means it's been so overly treated that yeah. it's to be good anymore when you are purchasing leather you want something that is gonna have like the animal marks it's gonna have stretch marks it's gonna have those animal like skin markings on it Natural. and that's one of the ways that someone can tell that it's going to be a better quality leather mm -hmm. and also nowadays we which is not some people they want the leather look but they don't like like all the markings and stuff in them right. um, which in that case, then you can use like a mixture where they do half le like recycled leather where it's like 55 or so percent leather and then the rest it's polyester and that's going to give more of like just the even like leather look, but not without with all the imperfections on it. Is that what they call pleather? I've heard of pleather. Yes. Yeah. Pleather is more, it's kind of an older term. And 
<laughs> yes. And fortunately, pleather is more, I think that's why pleather got such like a, not the best reputation. Yeah. Because it, it was pretty much vinyl. Like, yeah. it was just vinyl. It was just plastic. So they were calling it pleather to infer that it yeah. was leather but it really wasn't at all it was just vinyl but okay. now you know there's been a rise in for example vegan leathers so the 50 50 are not those are like the fox leathers where there has some leather on it but it's not full leather the fox leathers the vegan leathers where they're made out of we just got a new collection it's called the Serto, and it's made out of cactus and pineapple skins wow and ones that are made, made out of polyester but they're much more high quality so they're not quite the vinyl they actually do look quite similar to leather and they're going to last a lot longer than vinyl so that's a good middle ground between full-on leather and vinyl so especially like you said leather is pretty expensive yeah um, so if it's not in your budget I think those much the high quality fox leathers like those all those vegan leathers, the leather alternatives, those are a great option for somebody that wants that leather look, but doesn't necessarily want to spend that much money on, on an actual genuine leather. Okay. Yeah. And that's always good to know these little tricks from you guys that saves them because, you know, the upholstery can cost as much as a new sofa sometimes, you know, once you get the fabric in the upholstery, or sometimes more, depending which fabric you're choosing and so forth. So, you know, where people can get these little tips and tricks to save some, because sometimes the, like you're talking about, some of those fabrics will actually last extremely long. So, you know, that helps to, you know, learn about that also for those who need to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then my favorite is the performance fabrics. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, so for everybody with kids and everything. Oh my goodness. Yes, performance fabrics, especially because I personally love light colors, like the whites and the creams and like all yes. the bright neutrals. But when you have kids or even pets, you know, you want something that it's gonna, cause it's not gonna look nice if it's all dirty. Right. <laughs> So that is where performance comes in, where you can still have that beautiful light look to your piece and still fit nice and clean. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've uh, you know, sold white sofas like you're talking about to people with babies, with kids. And it's just amazing that I'm just going to say so that people know what that is, is, you know, you basically can take the cover off of the cushion and throw it in the washing machine and clean it and put it back on. It's a, it's a little bit like um, slip covering, you know? So mm -hmm. it's similar, but the fabric itself really is a great fabric for pets or kids, or if you, like you said, Nadia, that you like the light fabrics, I do too. And we used to not be able to really, I mean, you know, we just had to be careful because they really could get ripped. And so that's come a long way. And they're, so they're called the performance fabric. So you can yeah. ask these ladies about that when you're looking at that. Okay. And then let's talk a little bit about price point. Is it worth it? You were talking about upholstery versus brand new. So let's talk a little bit more about that. I think that would be helpful. Yeah. So unfortunately, there is a misconception that upholstering a piece, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot 
less expensive than getting a brand new piece. And that's not always the case. Sometimes it's going to be about the same, if not a little more, depending on what material you choose, which is why it is so important to consider, like, do I have a good frame? Do I have good bones to start with? And right. again, holds a sentimental value to you if it's good for your space, if it's something that it's going to be worth recovering. When you compare it to buy, like, when all those things are there when you have a good frame and everything else then when you compare it to buying something brand new you have to be aware that you may lose that good frame it may be the same cost but then you're going to get a frame that's not going to be it's going to be one of those like assembly made frames that are so common these days unfortunately that is a great point that is a great point. You're going to lose your good frame because you can even alter the final look like maybe it had a rounded arm before, but you can maybe, can you do that? I mean, you know, make it a newer, more updated look. Yes. Um, so, so it doesn't have to be exactly upholstered. I mean, you'd have to talk to you and get quotes and everything and see if it's workable. But a lot of times you can really change the look and yeah. and get a brand new sofa so and you know what um so finish that thought and then we'll do a little bit about your uh, other products you know drake you know what other stuff that you have okay yeah I mean, so yeah 100 we can definitely modernize any piece because i think that's the hesitation sometimes with like you said keeping like your grandparents or your parents furniture because maybe it's out of style it's outdated but there's definitely a way to keep the frame and yeah. still like you know if it's rounded I know right now everything is very linear that's in style right now and that's yeah. a really, a, it's not too complicated to go ahead and modernize any piece wow. and also it's not only the frame a lot of the stuff that's brand new nowadays just in general the quality of the materials used, like the cushions, the inserts are also unfortunately not the best quality. We get so many people coming in with brand new couches that they just bought like a couple months ago. And they're like not cheap couches or chairs or anything. Like they're from like good brands, you know? And mm -hmm. yeah, they paid some money for it. Yeah. They paid money for it. Yeah. And they come in and they're like, oh man, like it's the foam, it's either too hard, too soft, or they had it a year and it's already run down. Yes. And I can understand that it that must be really frustrating because yeah. they go back to, to the manufacturer and they're like, oh, sorry, like nothing we can do about it. So they you have it. <laughs> yeah. They shouldn't say that, but yeah. Or getting comfortable cushions and comfortable inserts. So sometimes yeah. it ends up being more expensive to buy something that's going to be brand new but much less higher quality especially like we've mentioned that if you already have a good piece it is so worth it to just go ahead yeah. and recover it might not be like cheaper but it is going to be right maybe the same, but you're going to have a much much more high quality piece exactly yeah i agree so you pay more now but you don't replace every five or ten years and that's what I've seen with my clients. When we buy quality, I had one client who said, I can't afford to buy cheap stuff. <laughs> it's true. I think I that, about that was perfect. That was a perfect, I can't afford to buy cheap stuff. You know, because she knew it lasts all those years. And you pay for it once, but it's 
it's still there years later in great shape. Like yeah. you're talking about these pieces. So it's worth it on the long run. And a lot of people don't know that. And I think they don't know is because they can't see the inside and they don't really consider the inside that much. And that's the most important part about that. So, yeah, yes. as yeah. you guys know. Yeah. Because they look great on the outside, but you're right. It's the inside yeah. that counts most. <laughs> right, right. So it, it takes a little, you know, hopefully this is educational for some people that they would understand that the inside is is really probably more important than the outside if you want it to last. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yes. I think it's also more environmentally friendly. You know, it's so sad to see so much furniture being tossed out every couple True. of mm -hmm. years. Spoke in marketplaces. Yeah. yeah. So furniture is just being thrown away. And then mm -hmm. you also, it's also nice when you do create, when you have a high quality piece, you create a family heirloom that you can, like, we love those projects. It's so beautiful to work on when people are like, oh, this was my great grandmother," and then my mom modernized it and now I'm modernizing it. And it's just yes. it's a cool thing Isn't to see. Cool? Yeah, yes. that's a good piece of furniture if you're able to do that. But yeah. some people, I know some people just say they, and they've said it to me, you know, I just, I don't want to keep it. I want to change. I want to do, you know, and so there's, there's that group that likes that. And, but as far as upholstery, it's really not worth it to upholster unless it's got some quality to it. Yeah. So let's talk about maybe, Adriana, you can talk a little bit maybe about your other products that you guys have. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, we do draperies also. I love the draperies. It changed that complete, that room changed completely. When you make just one drape, like an accent, could be like an accent drapery it changed the uh, looks in the room the light it yeah. concerns uh, the floors you know because sometimes it's a lot of sun and, and the windows then we have to use like a blackout for example or mm -hmm. just shift then so many people think oh no this should be very expensive but no it's not it's not really it's not because the draperies is not just for looks it's to protect for example the wood floors you know, or the furniture when it's next to the window or the privacy. You know, sometimes uh, it's, uh, the, the neighbor is very close to, they can see, maybe they can see through the windows, then the draperies should be a very good investment, I think, to protect yes. inside the house. Yeah, and energy efficiency is another thing sometimes um, that helps with that. And I've had a lot of clients through the years who do want blackout. You know, so that's nice that they can close them and, and have blackout, especially in their bedrooms. I mean, that's where that comes up. Mm -hmm. Do you guys do uh, bedspreads and duvets and yeah. yeah, yeah, I know you do pillows and all that. Yeah, so yeah, we we do all uh, walls covering. Also, we do walls. You know, for uh, sometimes uh, I have a client before they do for a uh, elevator all with leather around. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's, it's you mean upholstered right. walls? Upholstered yeah. walls? Oh, mm -hmm. you guys do that? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Wow. That's we also, cool. We okay. also have custom furniture. Like you said, sometimes people don't want to keep, you know, their parents or grandparents' furniture, or maybe it's just come at the end of its life, you know? Yes. We do 
make brand new furniture from scratch and it is going to be that high quality frame where it is going to last for years and years and years and years like yeah. sofas and chairs and what else mm -hmm. beds two beds, beds. yeah like chairs yeah you do upholstered headboards and things like that also custom mm -hmm. yeah oh my goodness that's yeah. awesome okay <laughs> well i didn't know a few of these things so that's really great yeah, yeah. or anything outdoor you know cushions and uh, outdoor draperies we're actually quite uh, versatile we do a lot of rvs as well like rv drapes rv beds and everything nice okay. so if you like a funky project that you're thinking about most of the time we'll be able to we'll be able to do it okay that's good to know i just want to say I, I hope that that was helpful for all of you who are thinking about reupholstering or draperies or soft treatments which are which is the bedding we call that soft treatments in the home um you know pillows and things like that and for those of you who are in Orange County or that the general Southern California area, I highly recommend this. You can see these ladies are awesome. They're very conscientious and uh, really care that they give you a quality product. And they're a small company. And I, I just really promote that. I, I promote that small company because I'm one, <laughs> you know, so it's good to, um, to see the mom and pop still around. And this this is a true one, yeah. Okay, and, and if you need design services, I just wanna end with saying, please go to dcdouglasinteriors.com and you can sign up for a discovery call. And on there, I have a investment guide and a perfect color guide. Both of those are free if, if you're looking to do paint or if you wanna know what, it, what it, an investment is for interior design you can get the investment guide and next episode we will be covering paint custom paint and we'll have a special guest from sherwin williams paint company uh, named olivia she's the rep for our southern california area and santa barbara area and paint is super complicated so be sure and listen to that episode so Thank you, ladies. And I'm just good. I always oh. sign off on my podcast with saying, stop dreaming, start designing your luxury home and within your budget. Blessings and see you next episode. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode, please leave a rating and a written review. This helps other women who want to have a home that mirrors their amazing self find this show. Remember, you can have a luxurious home that you love on any budget, and I'm here to help you get it done. Blessings and talk to you next time.